We've got them outnumbered. bunch of children or parents with no children wait you can't be a parent with no children (laughs) i mean there are some parents with adopted children you know not maybe not maybe expecting expecting you technically having zero children on paper shout out to our friends with the twins yeah and anybody else who's pregnant out there uh so this episode this episode first off welcome back Welcome back. Took a little break. Took a little break. Um, a lot going on, but we're back now. Yes. Uh, and this is the first one back. We're going to be talking about what are we talking about, Nakia? P O O P. Poop. We'll talk about poop, uh, and just in general, uh, bathroom stories with children. Yes. Again, we have three children. Our children are young, uh, six, almost seven, four, and one and a half, okay. almost two. Okay? So we've seen a lot of poop. Yes, two girls, one boy. So we even have a different story with that. All different journeys. Okay. So, Nakia, yes. where do you want to start talking about poop? Man, just wanted to put it out there that I am a poop enthusiast. <laughs> and so all things poop, like all things considered, uh you know, intrigued by the science of it, you know, what goes in, what comes out. And I've always been that way since I was a young child. And so there's nothing really that kind of sways me when it comes to poop. So much so my husband knows, knew me very well and got me a poop book. Poop book, yes. A poop calendar. The first one was a poop calendar. Oh, yeah, the poop calendar. Right. Yeah. Um, that was college that really even furthered my uh, interest in poop, different shapes, what could be in it, corn, other things like that. So yeah. um, I don't, when it comes to elimination, I'm on it. Like, yeah. both sides. So. Yeah. That's the one thing I would say about you more so than me. I mean, I'm not, poop doesn't like gross me out, but you are like, don't flush it, let me look at it type person. Yeah, yeah. So you are in the intricacies of the poop. And, uh, yeah, everything that goes along with that. So then when it comes to children, that helps because you're not grossed out by all that comes out of children. Yeah. Because it comes in different forms and consistencies and mm-hmm. all of that. So I'd say, how did you get acquainted with baby poop? Did you have, like, you change your younger siblings' diaper, cousins, or how did that you know, I think I, I changed some cousins, like younger cousins' diapers, but I don't really remember it like being a lot. It wasn't like, oh yeah, I had my hand full of baby poop, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was like maybe a one-off here and there. I don't really remember it as much. Yeah. But when it came to the children's poop, you know, predating them, we had dogs. 
Mm-hmm. And so going, you know, with the dogs and learning about that and different things, like if they ate certain things, they might get worms and yeah. other things like that. I always kind of was intrigued, like, okay, if they eat this, that it can make it runny. So I always, that connection of what you put in, what comes out was always like, oh, snap. If I give them some vegetables or something like that, what would it look like? Yeah, right? yeah. And so when it came into the children, uh, the first one was like, oh, I'm so looking forward to this poop. <laughs> Especially when they were talking about tar. I was like, tar? Yeah. What's that about? Oh, oh I want to back it up. I have a, a funny story. You remember, um, what was the apartment? In Greensboro. Oh, your dad had that the lab. Well, it was a dog that I found uh, while in school that needed a home that I brought home to my dad. That was Trey. So he was a lab, a black lab. And this is when you first moved in or you're moving out? Moving out. Moving out. Cleaning everything out of the apartment. So you know when you move out of the apartment, you got to clean everything. This was before you kind of finally cleaned everything? You were still packing up? Or what was it? So everything was pretty much cleared out. Yeah. Right? And we were getting ready to head out. And then you want me to finish selling it? I mean, I, I just remember I was sitting on the floor. And I remember them coming in. And this dog, which was not a little dog, I mean, it was a lab. It was still young, but it was big enough that I guess they, you know, they maybe had come back from, they had just come from that long trip. Yeah, coming to to Greensboro. Because yeah. this is for your graduation. Your undergrad graduation, right? Was it? I thought that's why I was there. Because I wouldn't normally have been in Greensboro. Did I pack up during that time too? I wouldn't be surprised, but I felt like, I could be, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I, yeah, I think it was around that same time. It it must have been because, yeah, it must have been. Yeah, because you were there. Yeah, yeah. So this dog comes in and in the middle of this carpet, like, and this couple steps, couple steps in the doorway, and just is like diarrhea. That's what I remember in my mind. It was a puddle. Yeah, it was not splashing solid. Poop. Sounded like a can of soup being poured out. Oh, you know and it was like chunky oh, soup. Shit, we gotta clean this. <laughs> that we got to clean this carpet. Yeah. Cause I want my deposit back. Yeah. Like, yeah. but for real though, Trey, you just took this big old dump. Didn't y'all just come from outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are we gonna clean all the stuff? We packed it up. Yeah. So that's just you know. The 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 beginnings of the poop yeah. in the place. The and pets helped kind of, I don't want to say desensitize you, but desensitize us, basically. Because you got to pick up the poop, so you handle it anyway. Yeah. You pick up dog poop. So you used to it. And depending on how big the dog is, look, some people got big dogs. They be a big Massive grown. poops. Yeah. Fill Steamy. Fill a whole little bag. Steamy. Yeah. So that's, you know... Precursor to children is like, okay, we got to get it up. Yep. You learn many ways of cleaning poop out of carpet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> then we had two little dogs, Coco and Dexter. We love you. And, um, yeah, plenty of poops with no bags. What do you do? Yeah. Oh, when you're just out. Oh, don't you poop on my floor? I'm going to catch it. Yeah, yeah. Potty training, all that. So... Um. So yeah, when it gets to children, then you have we have Lee, right? And then they talk about that first poop being the um, the merconium, merconium, right? So it's 
dark and sticky and mm-hmm. tarry and mm-hmm. and oh on top of that uh cloth diapers yes we were heavily in the cloth this was all a new experience yes for us i mean i just me first off i didn't have any experience changing diapers my daughter was the first diaper i changed i was basically the i'm like the youngest of all my cousins like maybe kind of the First or second youngest. Um, and then my nephew, I didn't change his diaper at all. Not that I remember, at least, uh, even though he was like six years younger than me. So my first diaper was my child. And it's this sticky. Yeah. Dark. And we, we've gotten pictures. I pulled Ruben to come along with class, you know, talking about what the poops would look like. Oh, and yeah. like the different stages. But yeah. just seeing it on your own was just like, oh, man, it's like dark strap molasses super sticky and it's just like wow this is amazing <laughs> amazing that's an interesting right? word that's, to describe that's it. me i'm like amazing wow like this was the build-up over the time that you were inside of my belly then you came out and this black sticky tar sticking to your butt sticking to the pamper like wow yeah and just in case people don't know cloth diapers um, typically people have disposable diapers, which you just use them and throw them away. But a cloth diaper is something that, um, there's different types of cloth diapers. First off. Yeah. I remember going through that, like the all in ones, the pre-folds, yep. the so-and-sos, there's all these different terms, right? But Pocket. basically the child uses the bathroom and the diaper and you have to clean it off. You, if it's poop, then there's like a sprayer that we got that went on the toilet yeah. and we sprayed it off and you sprayed off the poop into the toilet as much yeah. as you can. And then you would wash it on it. You know, you wash these things separately from your clothes, but you'd wash your diapers. Um, there's special have... detergent, but go ahead. Yeah. And then you have them to reuse and the materials normally is the cotton material is breathable, right? Uh, good for the environment, good for the baby. Had its pros and cons. You know, you have to make sure you stay on top of keeping it clean. And um, we did really good the first time because we got a lot of actually hand-me-down, like, covers and other things like that that we could reuse. Yeah, yeah. And that really helped out a lot. And just figuring out what worked best because really knowing that every child's butt is different, (laughs) especially when it comes to, like, them peeing on themselves and absorbency. So, like... I think the biggest thing with the cloth that really has, uh, when you compare it to from diapers to pampers, pampers being the disposable, right? That you really have to stay on top of it, right? It's an active process. It's not a, oh, you put the pamper on the baby, you set and forget it for hours at time. It really requires that you be very attentive because ultimately you want to help them to get to being able to use the bathroom, not continuing to go and soil on themselves. Yeah. So, um, it's and definitely can some get work. Rash. Yeah. Because it's not, um, like the, it's not the layered material that's pulling it away like a disposable diaper. Right. It's right there. It's on their skin. So you gotta be, like Nikita's saying, proactive with changing the diaper. So that whole experience, I remember the little elastic ties, you fold yes. them, you have to get the little ties to clip it we down. Those, without the, those were just the pre-folds. Just the pre-folds. I ended up liking the pre-folds. Because you could, uh, they were cheaper. I mean, it's me just being cheap. But they were cheaper than like the all-in-ones. Yeah. Or the inserts. Yep. And you just folded them. But one thing was travel with cloth diapers. Like, 
it's not a good situation. You have to basically carry around these dirty diapers if you're on like a road trip yeah. and bring them back to so wash those, them. That would be like the times it's like, okay, this is when you would use Pampers yeah. or when you have people that may be washing a child and it's a lot to go over as far as the cloth and, and teaching others how to do it and it being on backwards and if they poop outside of it. like Kia, talk about that. Talk about child care with cloth diapers. I, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. And trying to um have a child care provider oh willing to do cloth first of all i just say this if someone says yeah we'll do cloth if they don't have the patience to listen to you to talk about the process and they have not done it before it's probably not going to be a good turnout just because if they are um i remember what was it one of the daycares was like no we won't do that at all. And I was like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. But it's like, if they have their hands full, right, cloth can be a, um, it can be involved. Um, it is a couple of steps. It could also be simple, too, depending on, like, what kind of pocket diaper or other things that you have. Um, but, yeah, we we had the whole container. We had a bin with the diapers uh, so when she changed, um, Lee's butt, she just had to take it out and put it in the container, you know, other things like that. Um, but if you don't already have pampers ready, I mean, you don't already have diapers ready for the next day, other things like that, um, it can become challenging. So definitely cloth, like it was really good when I was at home, right? Not going in because I was dedicated to seeing it work. Right. Um, and I say I, but Ruben, too, we were dedicated to seeing it work. And so we found different ways to make it work. But when you kind of get outside of that space and the other people may not have that same dedication or focus. And if they're doing multiple different things, it may not be the best fit. So it's really a matter of figuring out what would work. Yeah. For you, you know, there's more work. I don't, I don't know how else to put it, but it's more work to take a diaper that you would normally throw away and to clean it and clean it and then putting it back. Cause you don't want them to just put the, you don't want to just put the turd in the diaper in the bag for yeah. you to come home, you know, six hours later and them turds be turning into, uh, I don't know, cement, right? <laughs> Stuck to that diaper. Yes. You don't want that. So it's more work for them, obviously. Yeah. So us being new parents, being, I don't say overzealous, but being like, very we can do this yep. like you know being optimistic basically is the is the way to put it yeah is that um you know you got to kind of learn the ropes like travel that's another big thing that we had to go through is like so we got to carry a poop bag yeah and you got a bag of poop wet stinky Mm-hmm. Dirty diapers you got, and so Having it's some funk rock in there on the go. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. And so. understanding you get to know about bacteria, and like it has something like grapefruit seed extract to help with breaking Grape down bacteria. Yep, yep. Um, in the washes and things like that. So it definitely brought our awareness to a whole nother level on cleanliness, and just thinking back in older times where they had cloth. A lot of that comes from, you know, out of necessity and not having the funds to be able to pay for what we have conveniences today, like Pampers. And just, True. And then not being uh, 
being a more traditional style home back then, someone was just home with the child. Yeah. It wasn't another person yeah. taking them to a facility so. or someone to watch. So you can just have them running around without a diaper at all, which is something uh, we actually do more than anything, <laughs> especially now. Yes. And we'll, we'll get into that. But so Lee was in cloth diapers and then she was, you know, a mix um, of cloth and, and pampers once we got to like a certain point. And then you get the pull-ups, right? So starting yeah. to ride a potty train. Yeah. We got one of those potties that uh, that sings. Yeah. And even, so many of times of going and peeing in places that you don't want them to pee. Oh, uh, yeah. And catching it. And yeah. not not shaming them for going to the bathroom, which is again different from dogs like, Don't you go up don't you go and pee on you know, don't yeah, you go and pee yeah. on the it's like you're trying not to scare them, but you're trying to be like don't go to, don't don't go pee over there, right? And so, um, yeah, with getting into potty training. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So we had the little singing potty. So you guys may be familiar with it, but it's it's just a little one that when it senses um, like pressure, like from water or from urine or poop, then it hits like the little pad and it plays like a little song. Dun, 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 yay! Yeah. Right? So just trying to teach a child to sit on the potty and to go. Like that whole process of, okay, you've been going on yourself. Yes. Now we have to get you to sit in this seat and... This is the time that you go. That feeling you have, let it out now. And just how many times of just putting them there and nothing coming nothing. out. Nothing. And then getting up and then peeing next peeing. to Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like that whole process and, like, things later on. Because, again, for those parents that may have older children yeah. and they know or grandparents that are like that first child, you kind of let the children do their thing because it's like, oh, we know we we've done our research or we we're gonna do this and uh, they're like, okay, we'll let you go through it, you know. Yeah. But they have the tips and the tricks of sitting the baby in between your legs when you go to the bathroom, so they uh, get used to those feelings and things like that. Yep. Come along the other way. It's like after you ask, how do we do this? Yeah. Because Lee was definitely it was like, why don't you go in the pot? Yeah. Like the pot is here. It's obvious to us because we use the pot now, but it's like, I don't know that thing. Yeah. I'm more comfortable peeing, peeing on my pamela. I mean, I'm I'm good. Yeah, exactly. But the joy of when they finally do it. And I know for this one, that, that toilet, it did have the little sound on it. So you would hear it. Until the battery started going wild and it just made the sound on its own. Yeah, that thing would just start playing in the middle of the night. It was creepy. It would just be <laughs> someone like cheering in the middle of the night. Yay! Yeah. And um, then we had multiple ones because we had, in the house that we had, we had multiple levels. So it was like, shoot, trying to go to the bathroom and you're on the top floor versus the bottom floor. Yeah. So that, yeah. that definitely plays into it. If you're, you know, staying in the house, it helps if you being outside and just being able to go outside and then just be outside. It's all good. Um, but yeah. yeah, those are things to think about. We were like, okay, we got one, but what if you're upstairs and somebody just happened to care for them? Like you want to make it as easy for them as possible right to go and that's something we learn if you make it easy for them where they could do it on their own yeah they'll do it more but if it's okay i can't reach the toilet to sit on it yet yeah i know to go but okay i'm gonna pee next to the toilet yeah and part of it making it easy for them is not having them in diapers right yeah um and so i'm 
Nikki is more open to like the free. Our children are like naked a lot. Of the time. I'm being honest with y'all. Like growing, like around that age before two, two and a half, they're like naked butt. What's what we call it? Naked butt a lot. Naked butt, yeah. Because that's the best time to get them to use the potty. Because if they have a diaper on, even though I prefer that they have a diaper on, um, I just know that it's not the best for them if we're trying to potty train them. Um, because you put it on them and then you forget and then they, they went on themselves and you're kind of back to square one. Um, but overall you're going to have a lot of stains. I mean, that just is what it is until you get that timing down. Yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of people go, you know, say when I got to go, you got to go. So whenever you feel like you got to go to the bathroom, you take them. After you drink, after you eat, after they wake up and just, being on it because later on like for some that may know we talk about uh, the elimination um i was about to say elimination diet that's not what elimination training elimination communication for going to the bathroom which that's new age talk but that has been the way that our ancestors have been going to the bathroom with children for a long time, which is basically just means you're very aware of your your child's cues and when they go to the bathroom. And when I had Zoe, I started looking it up about going to the bathroom, especially he still had his, um, we did the lotus bear from him. He still has his umbilical cord. We were using the cloth during that time. And I was like, you know, teaching them how to go to the bathroom and I came across some elimination communication which basically is saying even at the early age of days old you can start paying attention to when the baby has to go to the bathroom and I did this for months and it was awesome like the focus because I was off work I I was able to just focus on him when he needed to go to the bathroom I did a calendar times for when he would go and I knew when he would go and I would take Zoe, this is started on like day six, and take him in and put him over the bathroom, over the toilet, and he would pee, I mean, over the sink, and he would pee or poop. It yeah. was so amazing. Like, literally, when she said she had, like, she had logs of like 8, 8.30, 8.45, 9.00, 9.15, 9 9.45, 9.45, and it was like every single day, and she would mark in it whether he peed or pooped in that time frame. To have like a record of kind of tracking. Um, and she did this for months. And you know, it'd be like, Ruben, take him to the potty. Hold him up. Now I gotta make the sound. Psst. And you hear him like grunt a little bit. Psst. And then he would pee. And he would start peeing. And then, and sometimes he would be, even if he had a diaper, he'd be squirming. He'd be uncomfortable because he wanted to use the bathroom. And you'd hold him over the sink and he would go. And the poops were very interesting of just like holding the child over the sink because you're holding them under the legs. So, you know, they're spread eagle and and it's just shooting out like a rocket. This mustard is just like splat. That's early on. He's just breastfeeding. And so that's that CD after we've gotten through the meconium, that dark tar, like the next level of it is the seedy yellow poop because that's the concentration of the milk coming through his system now. And it's that way until he starts eating solid foods. Yeah. And so, you know, you have these piles of it, which was really good because Zoe actually had some blood in his poop at times because there was sometimes where I had had some dairy 
and either trace right or like it was in i think i had like curries or something else and it was just like i can't do that i was crying other things like that about it because like i'm doing this you know i'm hurting him and other things like that but i think um not but i think going through this process of doing the elimination with him it made me more aware of watching what was going in and what was coming out right and seeing okay learning about okay if you see blood coming out of the rectum and it's bright red that is at the end right it's close to the outside something along his intestine the lion is irritating him for that to be happening because he's not eating anything right to Mm -hmm. cut or sharp so that means he's having some type of you know uh, because it's just breast uh, milk exactly allergy so it's coming through what i'm eating and so going through that process of seeing it and going through, you know, him going to the bathroom and it was like, oh, maybe we should talk, stop going to the bathroom that way. Maybe it's too much pressure. And it was like, no, nah, it was just what I was eating. And once we cleared that up and getting back to going to the bathroom, um, it was, it was amazing because I tell you, there would be times he would squirm at night, 1 a.m. or something in the morning and I'm up. And I'm like, let's go. He goes in it as much as I was tired. There was so many times where I was just like, Ruben, can you get up? Why do I have to be the one to get up? And then it's like, but if you don't get up, he's going to stop. He's going to miss this, right? You're going to miss taking him to the bathroom and just the joy of taking him to the bathroom. Even when we traveled to other family members' houses, I would always get people like, oh, Nakia taking the baby to the bathroom. They were like, nah, she really is taking him to the bathroom. And, you know, months old within that time, weeks old and taking them. It was just it's like the proof of the matter that it is possible. And if you focus that way, is you're bringing their attention to it, you know. And so. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was with Zoe. The, that was with Zoe, the elimination training part of it. Um, and I think with Amara, it was similar to Lee. Same type of style, you know. Run around butt naked. That's how you yeah. gotta go. So you gotta go. Then go to the potty. Go yeah, to the potty. Yeah. And so Zoe right now, he is like 20, 21 months. Um, and so he is basically going through potty training right now. Yeah. He's pretty good. I mean, he knows he you put him on the toilet, he's going. And he you hear the little grunt. And you know, he doesn't pee that much during the night, if at all. Mm-hmm. He pretty much stays dry during the night. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost time for him to upgrade to pull-ups. undies and pull-ups. And, you know, we're getting there. So yeah. it's just being on top of, you know, it's been like 30, 40 minutes. Let's put you on the toilet just so you can kind of get it out. Mm-hmm. And then him knowing that he's still in the potty. Once he's done, he'll say, oh, duh. And you can tell, you take him off and he's all done. Mm-hmm. And so it's just that communication of knowing, okay, I can. it's probably time for you to go. But then getting him to say I need to go. Yeah. That's the other level. And knowing if they push or they're like irritated and don't want to sit on the potty, yeah. don't force them. Because that's just taking all of the enjoyment of going to the bathroom. I don't need to go. You're trying to make me go. Yep. Which we did with the older ones. And that was to learn, okay, if, if it's not an enjoyable process, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And um, something that's so cool, him learning and like being out in the wild, let's say being out in the wild outside and just walking around, he'll find a space where he can go pee. And then he's practicing and learning, like holding his penis and just, you know, holding it so he can pee and getting Oof. the angle right. Oof. Like, 
outside, I think, is the best because then you're not worried about him peeing on your walls or other things like that. But he has had a couple of times where he's peed. He's aimed. He may have peed on his hands a little bit, but he peed in the pot on his own, lifted it up. The little one, not the big toilet. Yeah. Lifted up and peed in it. And here's something. I'm like, for real? Everybody's all excited. Go. Good job, Zoe. Yeah, yeah. So that's another thing is having the boy now. And got different equipment like you gotta you gotta aim that thing a little differently and knowing how to point it the right direction uh it's different so we're going through it now and you know we'll see how we come out on the end but (laughs) it's definitely an experience to kind of get used to um when you've had girls and you just sit them down and yeah the one thing about boys i will say is that when they're young in diapers and they poop you can wipe them any direction up down side to side (laughs) I don't care. It's different. You know, when you got mm. girls, you got to wipe away. Yes. Um, Protect that vagina. Yeah. No. But Zoe, I'm wiping in circles. It don't matter. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop. Um, but anyway, the one thing I find interesting about potty training is when they can communicate, they have to go to the bathroom. Oh, yes. And they don't have on diapers anymore. Yes. And you're driving somewhere, you're traveling somewhere, and... I got to go bathroom. I got to go potty. Let's go. Let's stop. Let's pull over now. Yeah. And I know for us, like the awkward time is like, this is just from traveling, is on the plane, either before takeoff or right before landing. Mm. And you like, you got to go potty. Even you may even take them before you, you know, they tell you nobody can get up and you'll still hear that little voice saying. I gotta go potty. And you're like, can you just hold it? Can you just hold it? No. Can you just please hold it? Sorry, flight attendant. We gotta go to the bathroom. Uh, ma'am, I can't. Oh, yeah. When, I'm listen. Gone. <laughs> I'm gone. Um, do not abide. When it's time to land and everybody's seated and you gotta go, I don't, I don't know if they expect you to poop on yourself, but yeah. even for a child, I feel like you gotta be able to understand as a child. Yep. Instead of the seat, the flight attendant be like, "Ma'am, uh, uh, excuse me." Um, like, no, you see them with the child running to the bathroom on a plane. You can kind of put two and two together. Yeah, that so it's hard. Diarrhea for, in this place, poo poo all in this place. Y'all got to clean these seats. Or we can this one because everybody's not going at the same time. Yeah, I think the note is one person to go. Everybody's going to get up and go to the bathroom at exactly the same time. Yeah, you only got two stalls, but. Exactly. So that experience. Oh, and then also I remember traveling with the girls and, you know, you talk about flying on a plane, but them like wetting themselves on the plane and having to be on the plane. Oh, no, they wet themselves. Do we have a change of clothes? No. Uh, Wash them clothes out in the sink. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're wet. It's okay. Put on the wet. And then giving them like a, give them like a shirt you had, like an extra oh, shirt Oh, yeah. yeah. Taking the clothes off my back. Yeah. With a jacket and wrapping, making them skirts. Yes. Walking to the airport with makeshift skirts on. Because you get they, creative, man. Uh, it's, um, it's always something traveling with kids, being in public in general with children when they have to use the bathroom is an experience. I feel like that's when parents get their stripes. Um, when you're out at the store, grocery shopping. I remember going grocery shopping with three children. Now look, going grocery shopping with one is an experience. But with three, you got one. And I remember I had the carrier. So I had Zoe in the carrier, who was, you know, probably six months at the time. Mm-hmm. I had Amara in the, you know, in the um the uh shopping cart. 
and you know sitting there and then Lee walking alongside holding on so I'm thankful that our children are spaced out the way they are that they have the separation because imagine if we had them like a year apart a six month old and then a one and a half year old no. they yeah. ain't, they're not walking nope they're not walking yeah, so no. anyway just being in the grocery store and then one saying they have to go to the bathroom and you got three children with you you all going to the bathroom yep and the funny thing is, I don't know if you experienced this, but as a man, some bathrooms, there's only one stall. There's not multiple stalls. Uh, there's yeah. like one stall and then there's urinal. Yeah. So it's the child saying, I got to go to the bathroom. And we go in and there's like a grown man in there taking a dump <laughs> in the only stall. And I got this girl who has to go to the bathroom. It's like, okay, hold on, hold on, baby. Hold on, baby. You just got to hold on. Like, there's nothing else I can do. Like. You're too young for me to tell you to go into the women's bathroom. Yeah. And over the sink. Yeah, just those experiences are very interesting. But yeah, having three kids in the stall, because normally you got to get the handicap stall. Yeah. Um, That's the best place to be. They got some space. But <laughs> going in that bathroom and then one sitting and then one wanting to walk around and touch the wall. Oh, the gosh, one. laying on the floor. <laughs> yeah. don't, please don't lay on the floor. Don't lay on the floor. Don't, don't the touch floor. anything. No, 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 no. There's about don't, don't touch, touch it. Don't touch nothing. And touch then nothing. if the bathroom, yeah, if the bathrooms are not clean and you go in and you, it's like, uh, just yeah. uh, lay this tip. I'm so thankful my brother, the little girls, they can get up, have them stand on the toilet. Sometimes we lay out, right, to line the toilet. Have them stand on the toilet and squat. Stand if they have the dresses and stuff, yeah, it's it's perfect because then if they they you're not there, they can just stand up on there and squat. Yeah. You know, check to see if you need to wipe it, wipe it down, boom, good. You don't have to worry about them getting on and sitting because I remember when Lee was going to the bathroom at one of the the child cares that she was at, and I checked her legs because I was all about you know seeing everything, and she had like a rash broken out on her legs and that was because probably the little boys was peeing on the seats mm -hmm. and nobody went in to check the seats to see if they could clean them mm -hmm. and so just those those kind of things to start to get them aware and be like you know check the seats you know wipe the seat off don't just sit on it it's different from being at home yeah uh, just those things sometimes we take for granted we don't think about when we go to the bathroom that they're ultimately gonna have to know how to do that when they're going by themselves yeah all right, guys, so we decided to stop it right there, and we'll continue this for part two. We got a lot of poop to talk about, a lot of bathroom stories. So, again, we'll continue it for part two. Stay tuned. Peace. Now, this is not